Hello, everyone. Welcome to our broadcast. Thank you for joining me. My name is Jerry Svell, and I have the privilege of sharing the Word of God with you for the next 25 minutes or so. This week, we're going to continue the lesson that we began last week. And you remember, those of you that were watching, I took you into a service where Jesse DePlantis and myself were tag team preaching. Now, if you've never seen tag team preaching, you're in for a treat. Jesse DePlantis and myself, in fact, we didn't know what each other was going to say. We just knew that the Lord instructed us to talk about increase by association. You know, we have a covenant of increase. If you look in your covenant, if you look in the Bible and where it talks about covenant, then you're going to find that it is a covenant of increase. God wants you to increase in every area of your life. He wants you to increase spiritually. He wants you to increase mentally. He wants you to increase physically. In other words, enjoy divine health. But he also wants you to increase financially. And so Jesse and I are talking about this in a tag team preaching session uh, along with all of our Chariots of Light uh, biker ministry that was present that day. And I'm telling you, we had an exciting service. So this is part two of that service. And I want you to get ready to laugh, shout, rejoice, and get excited because God wants to bring increase into your life. Watch closely now, and I'll be back with some closing remarks at the end. It's increased by association. Think about that, ladies and gentlemen. See, every time I get to a plateau, I said, I got to go higher. I do it every year in my giving. I do it every year in my spirituality. And my faith keeps pushing me. And you know, look at me. God is my witness. I'll sit behind this Holy Ghost, Harley Davidson pulpit, or whatever you call it. I am so satisfied. You're looking at a man totally satisfied, completely in everything in my life. But God has said, come on, come on. And he gives me more and more. You know why it doesn't turn my head? Why? It doesn't turn my mind. See, I finally lost my mind. It's the best thing I've ever done. I lost my mind. <laughs> now I can understand the mind of Christ. You know, do y'all remember that time Brother Copeland called me up and he was going to prophesy to him and I'm listening. He goes, slap me in the head. Quit thinking. I'm a thinker. Because I'm thinking, well, I'm going to do this. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah, I can do this. I'll say this and I'll tag Jerry. Remember that the voice of God should be heard more outside the church, not inside. Because outside is the wealth of the wicked. It needs to come inside. Remember what I just said. Be very sensitive to the voice of God as you walk outside, whatever you do. And God will lead you to places you never thought. And if you miss God, you can miss great blessings. One of them was I had, I, I don't even drink coffee. I love the way it smells. I hate the way it tastes. Jerry been trying to get me to drink coffee since the first bit. Oh, Jesse, you're going to like this. <coughs> I'm like, no, no. <laughs> and he'll buy some really expensive coffee. You'll be like, oh, oh, oh Jerry, I can't, I can't do that. I just don't like it. I went to a car. Guys, come to the coffee shop. I said, man, I don't drink coffee. But I went and there was a friend of mine said, listen, I want to buy some property. I said, buy property? What do you want to buy? He said, and he, I, I knew the property he was talking about. He said, I can get it for $3,000. You want to go in with me? I had $1,000 in my pocket. His, uh, his partner was named George. He had a thousand, we each had $1,000 in our pocket. 
I said, Leonard, do you know anything about this property? No, no, I don't know nothing about anything. He said, I just thought I'd buy it. I said, it's a piece of junk. It's nothing, Leonard. It, it, it used to be a dump. He said, yeah, I just feel it. He said, we can get it for $3,000. He said, you got $1,000? I said, yeah, I got an army. I said, George, are you going to do this? Yeah, this junk. When, what, Leonard said, well, I'm going to just buy it. I said, okay, we didn't buy it. Six months later, the state of Louisiana came in and built overpasses and had to buy that property. Leonard made three million dollars. I would have made a million dollars on a thousand, that's a thousand times, on a thousand dollar investment. And Leonard would call me and he'd go, all I hear was this. <laughs> you see, a million dollars on a thousand dollar investment, that's good, buddy. And that's when the Lord said, hear my voice outside the church. And I'll bring the wealth of the sinner into the church and into you. Not only will I bless the church, I'll bless each and every one of them. So now I listen. And when someone's talking to me, they don't know I'm inside going, what God? Where? Holy Jesse. Don't say, and don't let nobody know what you're thinking. We'll discuss it later. When I go out and run like a gazelle, Jesus, let's go do this thing. You know? But you see, you never let them know what you're thinking. And God said, I'll put increase in your hands beyond your wildest dreams. Now, I'm teaching that to my granddaughter, and I've taught that to my daughter. And I said, listen, I want to be alive. Jesus tarries, I want to give you your inheritance while I'm alive. I want to see you bless. And Meredith is like me. The other day, man, we give her some money. She says, I'm saving it. We give some to Jody, hit the mall. Jody going to the mall. That's just such a blessing. But she's saving. She like, but Meredith goes, believe I'll save it, sir, and, and I'll get some more later on. I thought, hmm. Now she's going around my house looking at the curtains. She's eight years old. These are, what? I said, those are plantation curtains. Ooh. I said, you, you like this house? Watch well, how, how independent she is. I said, I'll give it to you, Meredith. It's beautiful to her. She says, I'll build my own house. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she said, but I will do tours here with a black dress on and my mama can cook. Creflo Dollar told me, he said, Jesse, you can make so much money. It buses stopping at my house all the time because they want to go in it, you know, because there's a big plantation home. And Creflo said, man, charge them $10 a head. You make a fortune. <laughs> no, this is my private home. <laughs> Carolyn gave me one of the best compliments I've ever seen in my life. She, it was real early in the morning. That was Carolyn. I said, you, you want anything? This is such a beautiful home. You mind if I just look at the little thing? I said, no, look at it, whatever you want. It, it's just such a blessing. It's not to show off, because they got a beautiful home. Lord Jesus, man. I mean, I was in it a couple of nights here. It's a blessing of God. My point is, is that, is that increase is coming. But remember this. When somebody says, now that's that great man. No, no. That's faith insisting on possessing possessions. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. Genesis 26. In the midst of a famine, 
made absolutely no difference whatsoever to the man in whom the blessing of God was upon. Isaac, in a famine. But the Lord said, you go where I tell you to go. And don't run from this. Don't go to Egypt. You sojourn in this land, and I will bless you right in the middle of a famine. Everybody else, their crops are dying out. They're not growing any crops. Their cattle are dying. There's a famine. But the man in whom the blessing of God was upon, and he was obedient to God. And here's a point I want to make. Being in the right place at the right time has everything to do with it as well. Come on. That's good. If you're living in Dallas and you're supposed to be in Minden, Louisiana, you better get there as quick as you can. Amen. Brother Copeland prophesied a number of years ago, way back, over 25 years ago. There will come a time where people will move and relocate based on what the Spirit of God says and not what it looks like is a better job or a better opportunity. But they'll start being obedient to God and go where He tells them to go and where He plants them, that's where the blessing will operate for them. The reason so many Christians are not blessed today, there's too many church hoppers. They're not staying where God plants them. I'm amazed every time I come into this church. (laughs) And I think, who are all those people? And then I start looking for that faithful bunch. Man, praise God, that just thrills my heart when I see that faithful bunch. Boy, I'm looking for George and Tilly. Oh, yeah, George and Tilly are there, praise God, you know, and that faithful bunch. I know. George, has there been any increase coming to your life since you got affiliated here? You can testify to that? Praise God. How long have you been here now? Since it started, what's that, 13, 14 years ago? 15 years ago? 16 years ago? Hallelujah. <laughs> it pays to be where God plants you. Amen. So the spirit of increase can come on you. Amen. And no matter what's going on in that area, if you're where God wants you to be, he's going to cause you to rise above it. He's going to cause you to excel. If Isaac had gone on to Egypt, we wouldn't be reading these words. And the man waxed greatly. And the man became extremely rich. We wouldn't be reading those words about Isaac even though he was the seed of Abraham. Well, even though the blessing was on him, you got to be in the right place. Amen. You got to be in the right place. Amen. And that's why it's so important to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Can you say amen? And while in the right place, even though there was a famine there, you know, for a lot of people, if, if God told them to go somewhere, and they got there and there was a famine, it would look like to them, I've missed God. Amen? I must have missed God. There's a famine here. But Isaac was in the right place. This is where God told him to be. 
And God said, I'll be with you and I will bless you in spite of what's happening around you. Amen. You know, before I moved to Fort Worth, uh, you know, I'd surrender my life to to preach and and, uh, to, to serve the Lord and and, you know, nobody knows who I am. I mean, you know, I'm sitting in that bedroom in our home studying the Word of God eight hours a day for three months. And, you know, people at home, they still see me as Jerry the Paint Body Man. They don't see me as Jerry the Preacher Man. Hadn't even preached a sermon yet. And, you know, I just obeyed God, uh, studied the Word no less than eight hours a day for three months in my guest bedroom after I shut my business down. And at the end of three months, I come out of there with the fire of God in my eyes, the Word of God in my heart, the power of God in my hands, and not a place to go. Nobody's inviting me to come anywhere. Nobody seems to be interested in anything I have to say. You know? So I hit the streets in my city. I didn't start my ministry in a church. I started in the streets of Shreveport, Louisiana, preaching to drug addicts, alcoholics, and prostitutes. And God blessed me. And God bless me. Amen. Brother Copeland came back and preached another series of meetings. And during that meeting, he called me out, prophesied over me, and said God showed him he and I would be a team and we'd spend the rest of our lives together preaching the Word of God all over the world. And then he said, it'd be your responsibility to believe God for the perfect timing of the team. And then he left town. It's my responsibility to believe God for the perfect timing of the team. And, and I don't know when this is going to happen. So I can't just wait around. I hit the streets. And I started having such success in the streets that that began to open the doors to other opportunities to preach and youth meetings and youth revivals and and so forth. And then I went to Oklahoma City by invitation of a pastor. Had a a magnificent uh, youth uh, revival in that city, getting the kids out on the streets and ministering and winning the lost. And I'm telling you, we were having phenomenal success to such a point that the pastor said, I want you to pray about coming here and becoming the youth minister in our church. We want this this spirit in our church among our youth. We want 85 people to the Lord in less than three days, just off the streets, and brought them into the youth department there. Man, we have a revival. And he wants me to come and be the youth minister. Well, it looked like a good opportunity. He's going to pay me a salary. You know, I had no guaranteed money in the natural since I'd shut the paint body shop down. And I don't know if any of you have ever started a ministry in the streets. The offerings are terrible. (laughs) Them drunks, them prostitutes, them hippies, they didn't have any money. You don't just stand on the corner and and say, okay, I'm finished preaching, let's receive an offering. You You just obeyed God, just ministered to them. And God supernaturally took care of me, you know, enabled us to keep food on the table and and all that, but we certainly weren't uh, guaranteed any form of income. And now a pastor's wanting me to come, said, I'll pay you X amount of dollars. We have an apartment here at the church that you and your family can live in. Sound like a good deal. At least I'd be in the ministry, you know, full time, drawing a salary. Looked like a good deal. And I'm driving back from Oklahoma City and praying about it. And, and the Lord kept saying, what about the team? What about the team? What about the team? What about the team? I said, yeah, Lord, what about the team? What about the team? <laughs> when, when's this team thing going to start? 
I didn't have any idea, but I've got an opportunity here. And then I'm trying to rationalize it. Lord, this would be a great opportunity for more preparation for ministry so that when the team begins. See, I'm trying to talk God into this. And he's having no part of it. Amen. Why? Because I wouldn't have been in the right place. Even though it looked like a good opportunity. The Bible says there is a way that seems right. And that's the way that most Christians go. The way that seems right. But if there is a way that seems right, there's got to be a way that is right. And even though that did seem right, it wasn't right. And I got back home and Shortly after that, Brother Copeland said, meet me in Jacksonville Beach, Florida. We drove down to Jacksonville Beach, Florida. I hit the, street, I hit the streets and hit the beach down there, winning souls while Brother Copeland's preaching three services a day for the next three days. In between services, I'm out in the streets. I'm winning people to the Lord uh, out there on the beach. One 150 people by myself to the Lord in those three days we were down there. Brother Copeland said, You've been praying about when the team will begin. I said, yes, sir. He said, well, what are, you, what are you hearing from God? I said, I'm ready. He said, when can I expect you in Fort Worth? I said, next week. And we moved here. When I walked through the door of Kenneth Copeland Evangelistic Association, which was an office much bigger than this platform, and his opening remarks to me were this. In the natural, I can't afford you. If you ever get paid, it'll be because you use your faith. I said, greetings to you too, sir. <laughs> I thought, well, I've been using my faith before I got here, so we got this, we got this down. That's right. That's right. And he said, just so you'll have a point of contact for your faith. He said, and I'm stretching my faith to do this. I'm going to pay you $80 a week. I had made $80 a week since I was in high school. But that's all his ministry could stretch and believe for at that time. You got to understand, Brother Copeland had been in ministry two years when I came to him. And you know, a handful of people knew who Kenneth Copeland was. When I came here and we'd go do meetings, 75 people in an evening service? Look out, Oral Roberts. <laughs> this thing getting big, you know. Three services a day and then the day services, 20 people, you know. I'll never forget the first time we did a meeting, there was over 500 people in it. I thought, dear God, 500 people, you know. He said, I'll pay you $80 a week to start. You're going to have to believe God for that. I said, all right. But I knew I was in the right place. Come on. And, the, and back in those days, when Brother Copeland did a meeting, it was not for a night, three nights. It was three weeks. And when I got my family settled in, in a little dump of a house here with no refrigerator, no stove, nothing, and $3 left to my name after I got the utilities turned on and gave Carolyn that $3 and said, Sweetheart, I am sorry. I feel like a dog leaving you and the kids for three weeks, and all I got to give you is $3. And Carolyn said, You go do what God told you to do because we're in the right place. This is where God wants us. Come on. And God blessed her while I was gone. He blessed me while I was gone. 
because we were in the right place, even though it looked like we were in the middle of a famine. We were in the right place, and God kept bringing increase and increase. And the story of Jerry Savelle is just like the story of Isaac. I have waxed strong. Hallelujah. Come on. I have waxed strong. Praise God. Amen. You know what waxed strong means? Increase greatly. Increase greatly. Look at somebody and smile real big and say, I'm waxing strong. Thank you. Praise God. Amen. The blessing of God is on your life. And with it is the spirit of increase. Now do some homework. Make sure you're where God wants you to be. And that, that means that can cover a lot of territory. Make sure you're in the right state. Make sure you're in the right city. Make sure you're in the right neighborhood. Make sure you're in the right job. And by all means, make sure you're in the right church. And make sure you are hanging around the right people. Amen. Because if you're where God has sent you, it makes no difference what the circumstances are when you get there. If you're obedient to God, the blessing of God and the spirit of increase will cause you to excel and rise above and they'll begin to look at you like the Philistines looked at Isaac and they will envy you because they will see what your God is capable of doing. Hallelujah. Come on, give the Lord a shout of praise. Got any more? You got any more? All right, come on, let's give God some praise. Stand to your feet. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Say the blessing of God is on my life. The spirit of increase is on my life. And I'm leaving here today. And on my way to experience more and more that's the God I serve. He will increase me more and more. So more and more, here I am. Come on, me. Give the Lord a shout, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Adventures in Faith is Jerry Savelle's free quarterly magazine, and it's available to you today. Inside each issue are powerful teachings by Brother Jerry and Carolyn Savelle, as well as faith-building articles from many other featured guests. For some time, my life had been difficult to live, and nothing I tried was helping. During one of my dark moments, I received my copy of Adventures in Faith magazine. I read it from cover to cover, and by the time I finished, the darkness had lifted, and I felt so much better. I have been blessed reading Adventures in Faith. You have completely changed my thinking, and I know that God can and will do what He promised in His Word. Thank you for helping me get out of depression and realize my full potential. You can read your first issue today. Simply go online to jerrysavelle.org or download the Jerry Savelle app on your mobile device to begin reading issues immediately. You can also call or go online to jerrysavelle.org and register to receive a printed version twice per year delivered right to your mailbox. Don't wait. Now's your chance for more faith in your life. Register today for Adventures in Faith. 
Are you ready for increase by association? In what may be the most powerful message Jerry Savelle has ever preached, increase by association, you'll learn that the anointing for increase is contagious and comes primarily by association. If you get around people who think big, dream big, and refuse to give up, then that same anointing will come upon you. Who you associate with has everything to do with your destiny. Also included is the timely book, Increase God's Way. In it, Jerry Savelle will show you from the Bible that increase is your covenant right and will uncover the deceptions many fall into of poverty as a sign of holiness. As you serve God and put His Word first place in your life, there should be signs of financial increase. It doesn't matter what your situation is right now. God wants you to increase. Don't wait any longer. Call or go online to jerrysavelle.org and request the Increase by Association package, including the CD teaching, Increase by Association, and the book, Increase God's Way. You can learn more about your covenant right of increase and start increasing today. Well, I trust you enjoyed the broadcast today. And if you did, why don't you write to us and let us know about it. If this ministry is helping you, if you learned something from the lesson today, if you were touched and uh, the Holy Spirit began to speak to you and talk to you, why don't you share it with us and let us know how much this broadcast meant to you. We have been believing God that each and every one of you, our partners, are going to flourish in 2017. That's the word of the Lord that has been given to me, that the faithful shall flourish. And I'm speaking at that over each and every partner of this ministry. So if you're a partner, I want to challenge you to believe God that you are going to flourish this year like never before. Also, let me remind you of our special package entitled Increase God's Way. This book I wrote a number of years ago talking about our covenant of increase, how that you can walk in your covenant, how that you can apply it on a daily basis, and how that you can expect to increase in every area of your life. You know, I made this statement in this book, and I've said it many times. If you're not experiencing increase in your life after coming to the Lord, that is a violation of your covenant rights. And if you're not experiencing increase, then if I were you, I'd get fighting mad at the devil because he's the one that's preventing it. You get fighting mad at him and let him know that that's going to stop right now, that you are supposed to increase in every area of your life. And this little book will teach you how to get in position to receive that. And then once again, this little CD, Increase by Association. You know, it's who you associate with that has everything to do with your outcome. Many years ago, in fact, this is my 48th year of ministry, and many years ago, the Lord taught me how vital and how important it was with who I associated with. And you know, I've been privileged to associate with great men of faith, Oral Roberts, Kenneth Copeland, Kenneth Hagan, T.L. Osborne, and many other others, men of faith, and they imparted into my life, and as a result of my association with them, increase has come to my life. Now you say, well, I didn't get to know Kenneth Hagin or I didn't get to know Oral Roberts. Well, you can get to know them by feeding on their material. Get their resources. Get our resources. We're people of faith. And when you begin to associate with people of faith, your faith is going to increase. So get these products. They will help you greatly. And thank you, partners, for all that you do to help us reach the masses all over the world with the uncompromising Word of God. I speak increase over each and every one of you. God bless you, and don't ever forget, 
Your faith will overcome the world. Next week. Got some great things to share with you. You know, I have taught on the prayer petition many times on this television broadcast, and it is one of the teachings that people respond to more than anything else that we talk about. Obviously, prayer is important. The prayer petition is the prayer I learned over 40 years ago, over 45 years ago now, seems to be the kind of prayer that produces the quickest results in the most impossible looking situations. 